0: Welcome to the King's Cast, dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. Well, we've got a guest, not a guest speaker, but a special speaker today. Um, why don't you come up? We've got Liliana Cassidy. What a welcome. Liliana normally speaks at the Spanish services that we run in the evening. So she's fluent. Her native language is Spanish. She is very, very good at English. She's even better than me as a Yorkshireman. Uh, She can say a lot more words than I can and better than I can. Uh, And Lily, I've asked her to speak today. I've normally heard her speak in Spanish. I don't really understand what she's speaking about, but I know she's got a great heart and an anointing from God. And that's the important thing, isn't it? Amen. So I'm going to hand to Lily, give her a big round, and she's going to give us a word. Good morning, church. This is a challenge for me by something. For me, it's a pleasure to be here sharing the word of God with all of you. Today, the title of the word is, Are You Being Served? So, have we been serve in this church. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5 and 6. We are simply God's servants. Each one of us does the work which the Lord gave us to do. I planted the seed, Apollos watered the plant, but it was God who made the plant grow. What a beautiful verse. Last October, I went on holidays with my husband, Steve, and we have a lovely time. We eat a lot. We enjoy the weather. We went to Spain, actually. Beautiful place to go. We enjoy the weather. We rested. We read the Bible. We read some Christian books. We talk a lot. We play some games also. We went for a run to keep fit. And we did have a very good talks. And in those conversations, two questions came to mind. One of those is, we were created just to consume resources, to eat, to breathe, and take up space. Or what is holding us back? From accepting God's call to serve Him. I have some answers to that questions that I would love to share with you all today. Last week the Pastor Phil talked to us about the vision of the church and it's amazing. If you weren't here, you can hear in the website. But it's amazing the vision the God has really because it's from God. And one of those that vision is big part is service. Knowing the Lord as I know him, in reality, we were put on earth to make a contribution and not to take advantage of it. What do you think? When I was on holidays, I really want to take advantage of it. Didn't think in anything else. But I do not know about you, but I think that we should remember that God designed us to make a difference with our lives. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, It is God himself who has made us what we are and given us a new life from Christ Jesus. And long ages ago, he planned that we should spend these lives in helping others. We can go to libraries, to bookshops, even now to the internet in our mobile phones. And see many best-selling books advising in how to get the most out of life. But that is not a reason God made us. We were created to add to life on earth, not just to take from it. God wants us to give something back For some time, we were looking for a church, not only for us, but also for our children, for they could learn, we all could learn, grow, and be able to serve the Lord as it was and is our desire. Like in John chapter 17 verse 4 says, I glorified you on Earth by completing down to the last detail what you assigned me to do. And that is what we want to do. My husband and I, we have the desire to do everything what God has for us to do here on Earth. And we say, "Thank you, God, we found the church. We try a few churches, and we stay a few months, perhaps a year, in each one of them. Because every Sunday is different, and they do different things. Also, every church is different, and we all are different. And I believe there is a church for every one of us, as we all are unique. God says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 he has, he has created us for a life good deeds which he has already prepared us to do Amen but which good deeds is God talking about Perhaps a lot of you don't know But these good deeds are our service. Whenever you serve others in any way, actually you are serving God. God has carefully charred us for his purpose. It is so true what God told to Jeremiah. He says, Before I made you in your mother womb, I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart for a special work. We were placed on this planet for a special assignment. As he said in the Bible, it is he who saved us. And chose us for his holy work, not because we deserved, but because that was his plan for our lives. God redeems us so we could do his holy work. We are not saved by service, but we are saved for service. Let me say that again. We are not safe by service, but we are safe for service. And in God's kingdom, we have a place. We have a purpose. We have a role. We have a function to fulfill. And today I have a very good news for you all. We all have a job in God's kingdom. Amen? Amen. How many of you would you like to apply for that job? (laughs) I want to see hands up. Not many. Okay, on the end of the service, I will receive all the applications, all the CVs. I see your faces and I will not forget about I tell you one thing, it's the most rewarding job that you can ever have. I tell you because when I do it, ah I feel complete. Also you will have a very good salary because your boss is very rich, is a powerful, is caring and loving. Do not look at Phil. It's not him. He's not rich and pay a good salary. He's our father in heaven. He's our creator. This gives our lives a great significance and value. It cost Jesus his own life to purchase our salvation. The Bible reminds us God paid a great price for us. So use our bodies to honor God. We cannot serve God feeling guilty or fear or even at it is a duty. But let's clean the toilets. Let's serve the coffee. Let's preach here. Let's sing to the Lord. Let's minister to the ch- children. Let's receive the people. Let's do it with a big smiling face. As a mother Teresa once said, holy living consists in doing God's work with a smile. And also, let's do it with a deep gratitude for what God has done for us. So what he has done for us? Some of you maybe don't know, and if there, is, there are any non-believers here today, perhaps you will say, but what God has done for me? Well, I tell you, he saved us, he rescued us, he forgive us, He gives meaning to our lives, to our present, and we know that our future is secured. Amen? Amen. And Paul concludes, because of God's great mercy, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to his service. The apostle John taught that our loving service to others shows that we are truly saved. He says, our love for each other proves that we have gone from death to life. Amen. One of many very good examples in the Bible is when Peter's mother-in-law was healed by Jesus. She instantly stood up and started serving Jesus using the new gift of healing. And this is what we are to do. We are healed to help others. We are blessed to be a blessing. We are safe to serve, not to sit around and wait for heaven. Come on, we are called to serve God. Let's do it. For my husband and I, it is a privilege to do it. Here in this church or anywhere where we go. Every moment of our lives. I thought and maybe you have thought that being called by God was something only for missionaries, pastors and any full-time work experience. But today I tell you that the Bible says that every Christian, every Christian, men, women, children, every Christian is called to service. So you cannot escape like Jonah. We cannot. God will catch up with us. You call to salvation included, you call to service. It is the same. Let's come out from our comfort zone and do something for the Lord. I know it is no easy. I know it's difficult sometimes. Nearly six years ago, Steve and I did take a step of faith in starting the Spanish prayer, Bible study meetings in our house. It had been a blessing for us There has been more than 28 nationalities represented there. It was Spanish, but we do it bilingual because there is so many people that want to be there that they don't speak Spanish, but they want to be there. Now we are doing here in church because the group are growing for the glory of God. Many have given their lives to God, many of them. Some have been healed emotionally and physically. Have been an amazing, amazing time for us. Through the years, we have so many testimonies for the glory of God. But regardless, regardless to our jobs, our careers, we are called to fulfill the time with service. A non serving Christian is a contradiction in terms. But we say how we can serve if I work full time, if I have family to look after, and it's a list of things or perhaps excuses to say. But you can star in your house. Being a very good example for your husband, wife, children. You can start at work, doing your job for God, not for your boss, serving you workmates. In many ways we can serve the Lord. Make it a lifestyle. The Bible says in Second Timothy 1 9. He saved us and called us to be his own people. Not because of what we have done, but because his own purpose. And Peter adds, you were chosen to tell about the excellent qualities of God who called you. It is a question. If the prime minister tells you to go to another country to represent him, to talk about him, or maybe your boss asks you to go to another company to represent him, how many of you will do it? How many of you will be happy to do it? Even if that person is a sinner, even if that person makes so many mistakes, so why not with Jesus? That he is a sinner. That he is a perfect person. And he has chosen us to tell everyone about him, to represent him wherever we go. Wow. Isn't that fantastic? To represent him wherever we go. Anytime we use our God-given abilities to help others, we are fulfilling our calling. The Bible says, now you belong to him in order that we might be useful in the service of God. How much of the time are we being useful in the service of God? In some churches in China, they welcome the new believers by saying, Jesus now has a new pair of eyes to see with, a new ears to listen with, a new hands to help with, and a new heart to love others with. Amen. This is one of the reasons why we need to be connected to a church family. Is to fulfill our calling to serve others' believers in practical ways and also non-believers. Why not? And this is a very good opportunity today to say thank you to our last pastor, Peter and Jane Cavana, to our current pastor, Phil and Emma, and to every one of you, for accept us, for teach us, for put you trust in us, for receive us with so much love, and tell us, and to let us to serve you, because we came here to serve God, and if we serve you, we are serving God. We came here to be one body as in the Bible says. All us together are Christ's body and each one of us is a separately and necessary part of it. Amen. We all, we all are Christ's body. Every one of you. Our service this Need in the body of Christ just as just today, like you put your hand up in the beginning, just go to Phil and, him and say, Okay, how I can help. There is many things to do as Phil mentioned in the uh, when he was announcing the things. Many things to do and we have all different calls. You can do anything in the power of the Lord. We can do anything. There is no excuse, I tell you. There is no excuse. There is no small service to God. It all matters. Always remember to be obedient to God. Be submitted and grateful. If you are obedient, submitted and grateful to God, you also will be with the leaders In the church and it's very important to be a servant of God we have to be an example of God in our lives of course we are not perfect but we try to do our best there are no insignificant ministries in the church some are visible and some are behind the scenes but all are valuable All are valuable. Small or hidden ministries are make the biggest difference. You think when you go and clean the toilets or hoover that you think that is nothing? That is a big thing. And I do it too. If I have to do it, I will do it. It's for everyone. It's not certain people have to clean the toilets, the others have to preach. No, it's for everyone. Sundays, when we do the Spanish service, after I preach here, I go downstairs, serve the coffees, and clean the toilets, men and women, Hoover, why, why not? Why not? We all are the same. And it's a beautiful thing to do, if we do it for the Lord. In our home, the most important light is not the large ball in our kitchen dining room, but it is the light that keeps me from stabbing my toe when I get up at night, if I switch it off, of course. There is no correlation between size and significance. Every minister matters because we are all dependent Of each other to function. Our body is a very good example. What happens when one part of our body fails to function? You get sick, don't you? The rest of your body suffers. Imagine if our liver decided to have a gap year. like the teenagers doing now. He will say, probably, sorry, I'm tired. I don't want to serve anymore the body, or at least for a year, let me rest. Just want, I want to be fed. Let some other part take over. What will happen? Your body will die? Today, thousands of local churches are dying because of Christians who are unwilling to serve. They sit on the sidelines as spectators, like the liver, just to sit down, be fed, and do nothing else. Who suffers? The body? The church? Jesus was unmistakable. He says, your attitude must be like my own. For I, the Messiah, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life. And for us as Christians, service is not optional. Something to be tucked onto our chattels If we cannot spare the time, it is the heart of the Christian life. Jesus came to serve and to give, and those two verbs should define our lives on air too. Jesus taught that spiritual maturity is never an end itself maturity is for ministry we grow up in order to give out and it is not enough to keep learning and learning more we come here sundays we come here mondays tuesdays we go maybe to another places to learn about god we study the bible perhaps every day we pray to god but we must act on what we know and practice what we claim to believe. What do we claim to believe? Impression without expression causes depression. Study without service leads to a spiritual stagnation. I encourage you today To start service. To start serving the Lord. Why not? Let's exercise our spiritual muscles and start doing something for the Lord. We are not doing that for the church. We are not doing that for Pastor Phil and Emma. We are doing for the Lord. For the Lord. As we we serve, we get more mature in Christ. We learn more. The focus of our lives should increasingly shift to a living life of service. The mature follower of Jesus stop asking, who is going to meet my needs? Which church? And start asking, whose needs can I meet? Did you ever ask that question? Who needs can I meet? Getting a little bit more deeper, the Bible says, each of us will have to give a personal account to God. One day God will will compare how much time and energy we spend on ourselves Compare with what we invest in in serving others, and at that point, all our excuses being self-centered will sound hollow. I was too busy. I have my own goals. I was preoccupied with working, with my family, with my friends, having fun, or preparing for retirement. What do you think God will answer? Perhaps, sorry, will answer? Why? Because I create you, I save you, I call you, I command you to live a life of service. So what part did you not understand? We are only fully alive when we we are helping others. When I am tired and someone called me, Liliana, I need a prayer. Can you come? Can you go? Even I'm tired, I go and after that I feel so good. So good. I have a, a friend. That person is not very well. But that person, when they start working for God, when pray for other people to be healed, to come to God, to do things for God, that person is full alive. That person forgets his illnesses, his worries, anything. Let's do something for the Lord and don't focus in ourselves in our own problems, in our own things. Let's do something for the Lord and we will grow. We will grow. And God, in the time that we do the work for him, he will deal with our things, I tell you. He will deal with our things in the time we do something for him. Jesus says, said, if you insist on saving your life, you will lose it. Only those who throw away their lives for my sake and for the sake of the good news will ever know what is meant to really live. Amen? If you are not serving, you are just existing. Because life is meant for ministry. And if you are a Christian, you are a minister. And when you are serving, you are ministering. God wants us to learn to love and serve others and self-reliance. is fantastic to have a career, to have a sport, to have a hobby, fame, wealth. Why not? It's brilliant. But it is through ministry that we discover the meaning of our lives. Even if you have all the things that I just mentioned, you still feel empty if you are not fulfilling God's call. You still know inside of you, in your heart, there is something missing there. I have a wonderful family. I have a wonderful car. I have a wonderful job. I go on holidays. I do da, da, da. Inside of you, you know, is something missing there. The Bible says, "Each of us, e- each of us, finds our meaning and function as part of His body." As we serve together in God's family, our lives take on eternal importance. Paul said, "I want you to think." about how all this make you more significant not less because of what you are a part of it we are a part of the body of christ remember that we all are a part of the body of christ god want uh, to use us to make a difference in his world he wants. He wants to work through us, through us. What matters is not the duration of our life, but the donation of it. Not how long we lived, but how we lived. If you are not involved in any service or ministry, what excuse you have been using? Maybe you think you are too old, or too insecure, or you were abused, or you are not able to speak properly, or you were immoral. Perhaps you have too many problems in your family, or you have been married too many times, or you suffer of depression. Maybe you are a widow or a widower. Or you are too shy to speak. Or you had, you have had suicidal thoughts. Or maybe you worry a lot. Maybe you have a hot temper. Or you are a very impulsive person. You think you are not very popular, or you still have doubts about God, or you are quite ill, your body is very ill, I tell you something. Hebron was old, Jacob was insecure, Leah was unattractive, Joseph was abused, Moses stuttered, Gideon was poor. Samson was codependent. Rahab was immoral. David had an affair and all kinds of family problems. Elijah was a suicidal. Jeremiah was depressed. Jonah was reluctant. Naomi was a widow. John the Baptist was eccentric to say the least. Peter was impulsive. And hope temper. Martha worried a lot. The Samaritan woman has several failed marriages. Zacchaeus was unpopular. Thomas had doubts. Paul had poor health. And Timothy was timid. It's so many. A quite variety of misfits there. And there is more. But God used each one of them in his service. So he will use all of you. All of you he will use. All of you he will use. When you stop making excuses. And take the first step. The step of faith. To finish, let's read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. It says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, with God prepared in advance for us to do. We know now for what we were created, don't we? So, what is holding us back from accepting God's call to serve him? After today let's look our hearts and let's see how we can help how we can serve the Lord. Many of you think but I don't know to do that, I don't know that, I don't know that. Just give the step of faith and you will see how many gifts you have that you don't even knew. Just let's give the first step of faith. Thank you for listening and we trust that the Word of God has inspired you today. For further information about King's Church or to access our large archive of other recordings, go to www.kingscambridge.org. If you're listening on iTunes, we would love you to leave us some feedback. God bless and goodbye.